Hey, what is up? We are finally back. The combo, Norm and Mike for Sunday, December 18th, 2022. Two streaks and another one has begun. Mike, the Leafs have lost two in a row. The sky is falling. Good morning. Good morning, Norm. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't think anybody's really panicking. I mean, they 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 lost a one-goal game with an empty netter in New York. I mean, that snapped Mitch Marner's 23-game point streak, their 15-game consecutive point streak. Uh, they've been among the hottest teams in the NHL. The, the game last night against Washington, um, I tweeted someone or uh, uh, texted someone and said, um, I expected Bengt Gustafsson to score a hat trick before Eric Gustafson and Ben Gustafson hasn't played in the league in 30 friggin' years. So, you know, playing skates. Yes. Yes. I think my brother had a pair of laying skates, the plastic outside. Like you took a slap shot off, uh, you know, (laughs) they they would shatter like, like glass, but that's the thing. It's like, I mean, you know, Eric Gustafson roofs one. Uh, I mean, they, they were just, I mean, I didn't think it was a particularly strong night for Ilya Samsonov, but, I don't think he was really at fault. Um, yeah, yes, we know the World Cup is at ten o'clock. So, and uh, you can keep us up to, up to date on the score. Exactly. Uh, go Argentina. I know. Um, but I'll just say this: like, you know, I think the team has played well. Right. Um, they didn't play particularly well last night. They got a couple goals out of the core group, but defensively, they weren't up to the level that they have been for most of the time that Morgan Riley has been out and TJ Brody has been out right. uh, a lot, a lot of sort of seeing eye goals last night. Now, you know, they come back on Tuesday and they play Tampa. That's yeah, going to be that tough. They, that's a team that they have to beat. That's a team that, you know, they essentially played a good 40 minutes against gave up a lead, got a point in Tampa, but you know, that's, th- this is a team you should be, working yourself up into a lather to play Mike, the bolts are 29 and one they're right there with the leafs yeah oh yeah yeah and th- th- this is going to be a battle mm-hmm. from now until yep. the end of the season and th- you know I-, I pointed this out um uh, to some a friend of mine um if you look the last week or so new jersey is com- is cooled down they've of lost of course right. Boston, they they went on the what they went on a uh, West Coast swing or a Western trip. They lost to Arizona, right? Um, they came oh. home. They lost to LA in a shootout. Yeah. So you know, all of a sudden they're mortal, and the Leafs now have lost two games in a row in regulation. So the uh, the mortality is showing up, but I I still think that. They, right now, they're they're exceeding expectations, and for the fact that they're not, uh, they don't have their best defenseman, and they probably won't have him for another two to three weeks at least. Right. They're they, you know they they are way ahead of the curve right now. It's interesting. Uh, this is the Leafs combo. Norm, along with Mike, thanks so much, guys, for being here. Please like this content, subscribe to the channel. We do appreciate your support. And we continue to do content once a week. We will uh, persist throughout the season leading up to what we hope will be the ultimate playoff run, finally, from the Maple Brothers. You know, Mike, it's interesting. They they win, you know, they get points in 15 straight games. Um, you know, Mitch Marner's on a run, Nylander's scoring goals. But when, when you look at them statistically based um, 
against based on, uh, on stats versus other teams. Mm-hmm. So goals against they're amongst the best. I think top top five. Uh, so the goaltending is 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 has been at more than adequate. But the Leafs in terms of overall goals, not even like the mid mid pack mid pack. And you're talking about four of the most dynamic uh, offensive players in their prime right now. So uh, you you add to that that um, the the power play and the penalty kill, neither are top ten, right? So you know it's they they've been doing what they've been doing by getting a group effort and playing hockey that has been sufficient but not necessarily outstanding. Forget that stupid game against Anaheim, seven nothing. And and actually the good thing about that game is that a lot of the the tertiary secondary the support guys were picking up goals and points in that game as they should. Mm-hmm. But it's not like the Leafs have been incredibly outstanding and uh with with no with no fear. When you look at their stats they're, they're nothing to write home about right now. So there, there's a balancing act. And you wonder if the chickens are going to come home to roost and things are going to settle down or, hey, you know what? You don't have to blow everybody away on each and every night. Just get the job done. And it seems like that's what the Leafs have been able to do to this point. But that game against Anaheim was the exception to the rule. I mean, really, it's been mostly that top four group, that that core four group, along with bunting, right. uh, scoring most of the points, right. the power play. Uh, you know, Sandine is getting points on the blue line, but in general, other than Connor Timmons with three assists against Anaheim, you know, the the, the defense will throw in a point here or there. But yep. it, it, you know, the driving force of the offense is the power play and that core four group. Uh, again, that game against Anaheim, you know, Kerfoot scores, Engvall uh, 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 scores, Joey Anderson scores. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean, you got, but. In general, the the second line. I mean, the second line unit right now. I, I, I think um, Sheldon Keefe is fearful of breaking up that unit because they've been a, so effective. Kampf with Kerfoot and Engvall. They've been really good defensively, and they've you know they've cycled the puck well. They get offensive chances, and they scored those two goals against Anaheim. Um, he doesn't want to mess with that. You're not going to get a ton of offense out of that line. But you know you're going to get some, and you're going to get a lot of war- work. The third, the fourth line with Aston Reese and Pontus Holmberg, who I think has been a really a, a good surprise uh, for this team, uh, has been effective. Joey Anderson probably goes down to the minors uh, when you know, uh, although he hasn't played badly. But like to me, the big hole right now, and gee, where have you seen me have a problem with this guy before? Dennis Mulgan. 12 games, no points. And most of those 12 games he's played. Oh, a little dipsy do last night and he hit the post. Yeah, I don't care. That's an expected goal, Mike. 12, 12, ga- 12 games, no points. So, um, and most of those games have been played with Tavares and Marner. Well, talk, it, Mike, again, getting on a Dennis Mulgan, what, what is he, 10th, 15th on the depth chart? So, But he's I mean, playing so- second line. He's right, playing but, second okay. line left wing. Right. Okay. He's out of place. Um, acquired by Kyle Dubas. Um, Kyle Dubas is going to make the right decisions all the time, but he's there. And, and I don't know if they tr- they think that, you know, his dynamic based on speed and, and, and uh, some skill uh, will, will work and he, um, that the other two will be able to get him going. He, for me, he's the kind of guy I would not want because I want more size and I want more grit. And I'm not putting it on Mulgan, but every fucking game, the Leafs get out hit. They outshoot, but they get out hit. This is not going to last. I'm telling you right now, once you get to game 82 and into the playoffs, this is not 
this cannot be sustained and Morgan well, he tip he typifies the kind of like the um you know internal issue here with some of these cats that that they think are just these dynamos that are going to find their way and and, uh, and be able to execute I don't fucking think so I I, I never thought I never thought that they would miss Kali Yarncroke as much as, as Bears and scored goals man no 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 Benny be skinny mm. I never thought I never thought that they would they would miss Kali Yarncroke as much as they did because yeah. uh, af, after they decided to move Kerfoot off that second line, they, they put Yarncroke in there and he scored a couple goals and he's a good responsible defensive player. So it worked and then he got hurt. Right. Now, I haven't heard an update on on him. And Pontus Holmberg is not a left winger, so that that's not that's not something. That's not something they're going to do. Um, you know, and Nick Robertson is out for two months. Yeah. So they're waiting. They're waiting for Yaron Croak to come back because right. Morgan is a fourth liner at best. He's a de- he's decent defensively. You right. know, for his si- for his size, he fights well along the wall, but he can't convert. Right. And 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 Chris in this in the chat is saying bring up Alex. Alex Steves is a center, so you don't you don't want to bring up these guys and have them playing out of a position, and then you really won't get a, a good feel about uh, what they. Uh, what they can do now. The only guy I, I looked at the Marlies roster, and the only guy who I think could be called up, and I don't, he's not a top six guy either, but he's a physical guy. Maybe he could play. Is is uh, Adam Gaudet? Adam Gaudet, I think, has like twelve or thirteen goals with the Marlies, so maybe that 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 they they would give him a look. But they seem tied to Malgan in terms of being part of the roster. So, and I just I, I don't see it. He's not. He's not. A, he's not a penalty killer. He's not effective. Really effective offensively. He's decent defensively. He doesn't provide size. Um, he's just sort of there. And uh, and you know, obviously, with me, I can't get over the uh, the 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 Mason Marchment for for Morgan trade a few years ago because Marchment is having success with Dallas wow. and he's a big body presence and Morgan is not. But you know that 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 I guess that that's out the window. So I have to, I guess I have to let that go. Listen, the robbers get robbed at times too. Bird watching life. Wayne Simmons can uh, doesn't get any points, but he gives you something else. True. I mean, Wayne, Wayne Simmons maybe three or four years ago with a little more vim and vigor to his game, absolutely for sure. And you know me, Mike. I I I would I would. Um, supplant these fucking miniature players and these guys that everybody thinks are um uh statist- statistical w- wizards and wonders if played in the proper system uh, against the ice capades and, and 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 add more grit and fire and 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 punch that's uh, you know again call me an uncle dragger i'd prefer they did that because they've got enough scoring they're at the point right now where they have to just take that that next step and, and change the complexion of the team a little bit, especially on the back end. I mean, I do like the the the, the fight and the and the um, the compete from from a lot of these guys, but I'm telling you right now, they're going to get stomped out at points uh, by teams who do believe in more physicality. You put this team against that team. This team, our team, will lose nine times out of ten, and you don't get that many opportunities. Speaking of robbery, uh, and again, you know the, the Mason Marchman for Dennis uh, Mason Marchman for Dennis Morgan trade. I mean, we'll we won't be able to live that down, especially Kyle Dubas, who's at the center of that. Um, how about Connor Timmons? Like uh, Arizona, as if that stupid franchise doesn't have enough troubles. Uh, the guy's uh, eighteen points, eighteen minutes a night. Mm-hmm. Uh, big boy, six foot two, over two hundred pounds. He's got six assists now. Not really 
expecting too much of a, an offensive production from this guy. But well, we'll it, and I'll take the ice time. I just want a confident body back there who's big and who's not going to get pushed around. Well, okay. I mean, based on his um, his junior statistics, he's he is an offensive player. Based on you know what what the the um, uh, the, the projections were of him before he started having significant injuries, concussion problems with Colorado. Um, then he's not here now to do that, Mike. Not right no, no, I, I, I know. But I'm, what I'm saying is what he's doing now is not unexpected. If But his problem was, again, like Matt Murray, avail, uh, uh, not ability, but availability. And right. he has come in, and I think the smart thing for the Leafs to have done after trading uh, for him uh, – trading Curtis Douglas for him was not to rush him into the lineup. They, they put Hollowell in there. They uh, gave him a, a chance to sort of get acclimated and he's played. And let's just say this, when you're playing with TJ Brody, you have a, uh, a, a, a safety net. Um, he, cause he, and, and he has played well. Now they've inserted him into more offensive situations in games that they've trailed. Uh, like against the Rangers and against the Capitals, he stepped up and played top four minutes. Mm -hmm. uh, against the Rangers, it was more because Liljegren got hurt, and he is he has played well. Um, you know, he's a right hand shot. He's a big kid. He's not a overly physical kid. He's got, uh, you know, he's a very good passer. He's got a big shot. Um, this was an acquisition. It, it was a it was a risk worth taking because they needed bodies on defense, uh, and he so far has paid big dividends. Now. You know, we have to see whether this pans out over the preceding weeks and months. What I what I say is this: um, Morgan Riley more than likely comes back first second week of June, uh, January. Yep. Um, Brody is back. G, uh, Jordy Ben is uh, back, but they didn't feel comfortable putting him in the lineup if Lloyd couldn't have played yesterday. So they called up Matt Hallwell on emergency recall, mm. but what they have now eight defensemen. I, you know, I'm not saying no, they don't go out and they don't trade for a defenseman at the deadline. If you can improve the blue line. Yeah. But Mike, just sorry to interrupt you, but we, last, last week, seven days ago, at that point, And again, we're living in the moment with this show in 22, 23, but in that moment, we felt pretty content about this defensive court. Yeah. And Connor Timmons was just beginning to integrate himself into the mix. I mean, at least at this point, with Morgan Riley expected back. Do you still feel that way? Yes. Yeah, I do. I do. Because they're not only going to – I mean, they're going to improve when Riley gets back. And now you have Ben and Timmons now the, the, the honestly the thing the, the thing that made the problem is getting is getting everybody enough ice time i mean right. for Timmons to improve and uh he has to play yeah so who so who sits i mean you could sit Giordano and give him a couple games off you know cuz he's wow. not so many big minutes you could sit Justin Hall cuz Justin Hall is not that good of a defenseman um but he's played well over the last few weeks but it's a nice problem to have and you always have injuries i mean Lilligren uh, almost, it looked like he may have broken a finger, um, but the X-rays were negative, and he played. He played last night, so it wasn't as serious as it looked when uh, on on Thursday in New York. Um, so you're always going to lose defensemen, but you need eight or nine defensemen to get through a long playoff run. So it, the possibility is still there. 
that they go out and acquire a Luke Shen or a depth defenseman at the deadline. The thing is, though, is like everybody, and including me, Paracel, right? Everybody, including me, was saying at the beginning of the season they need to go, and, especially after after Jake Muzzin went out, that they needed to go out and get a top four defenseman, and a top four defenseman costs a first round pick and right. prospects. But probably might things change, things evolve based on how your team is performing. Right. Exactly. And and now I look at the I look at the situation and I say, I think the greater need is a left winger for the Tavares Marner line. Now, if Yarrow plays well coming back, then you know, then that's not a crying need, but they are gonna take a chance at getting somebody to improve the team because they'll probably have the cap space to play with with Jake Muzzin. Uh, being on LTIR, and right. um, you know that that means you know could they upgrade at center? Forward, forward. It's a for, it's a for, it's a forward. As of right now, in this moment, that's the focal point. A adding adding a forward or two. Who knows? Yeah, and well, I mean, I think that the I think that the crying need is size and sandpaper up front. Right. Now, if you can get that along with somebody who can play in your top six, like a Tyler Bertuzzi from <laughs> Detroit. Or Timo Meyer from San Jose, or there are a few oh. other. Yeah, please. I mean, okay, he's big and doesn't play big. He's yeah, that's the issue. Yeah. He can't he, he can't skate anymore. I thought about that too. Uh, double M, uh, M and M. I thought that too. So he can't but, skate. He can't skate anymore, and he can't play defense. So, right. gee, I mean, the the thing the things that changed from him leaving a few years ago are even worse now. I mean, I I mean, the, my friends uh, from off the post. I'm uh, being Phil Kessel's valet. <laughs> no, that was well. No, that well, yeah. No, that was. Uh, if you remember, Ricard Valine was Jonas Gustafson's valet. I don't know if they they were if they replaced him because he did he did he did his valet job so well back then. Ah, oh, fuck. Okay, hold on a sec. Uh, Murray Lindsay, I see the Leafs winning a round this year. Uh, I think they can beat Tampa, Boston first round. Goaltending is better. Uh, D will be deeper. Plus, they are facing adversity. Uh, you're you're not wrong there, Mister Lindsay. You're you're not wrong, um, and I'm I'm glad you're optimistic about it. We're all internally optimistic about it, uh, even if you know what we express is a little bit different or devi- deviates from the internal optimism. Why why be a fan if you don't deep down hope your team is uh, going to f- finally get it done? And again, Mike, I'm on the same page. Why why would you not want to uh, bring on? Uh, you know, it's not even about tenure. Or experience, but I mean that helps. But somebody who who is capable and who is ready to to endure a, a long run and be able to put the pedal to the metal physically as well as uh, you know be responsible um, and uh, and help in all aspects of the game. Because I'm telling you, we all know this. It's a freaking war of attrition, especially when you get the the season's one thing, the playoffs are the next. But every damn champion that's ever been un, uh, crowned and a championship that was earned by these teams has had. Uh, Different, has had layers of of talent, you know, from from the skill guys to the tough guys to the you know the the stay at home to the defensive to the great goaltending, the the Leafs from from top to bottom still aren't the complete package. Now I've seen a few things in the chat here, and guys, we're gonna keep this short because I've got a shitload to do. Mike's got, you know, Mike's marathon podcasting has to end at some 
time. Yeah, um, I, have to, I have to dig myself out, out of another foot of snow. Yes, that's what I love about Buffalo. There's snow here. It's bullshit little sprinkling. It's Christmas for fuck's sakes. We need we need uh, Christmas and, and snow. But uh, I'm seeing in, in the chat, you know, there's still a little bit of discontent over what we're getting from, uh, you know, the reigning MVP. I mean, 37, 37 points. He is uh, 16, 16 goals. Goal. Can this guy just not play in peace or what? Yeah, please. It's like, um, you know, people are going to say, well, he had a bad year and he scored 40. I mean, no, like, I'm sorry. It's like he's not going to score 60 goals every year. Right. Um, he, You know, I, he started off. Guerrero kind of season. He started off slow and now he's scoring at a pretty much a goal per game pace. Right. Yeah, so, I I, yeah, I mean, I'm not concerned. I don't think there's an injury problem there. I think, you know, he's playing well. Okay. You want to know why his numbers are down a little bit? Because he's not playing with Mitch Marner. That's why. And look, and why, and why is John Tavares' numbers up? Because he's playing with Mitch Marner. Mitch Marner right. is one of the two or three best playmaking wingers in the league. Right. So, but, but, but it's all about the team right now. And I'd rather, yeah. um, it, it, you know, so, okay. Um, like what's what's Matthew's idea here? Oh, I got to score sixty every year so I can be in a position that Ovi's in right now and potentially, you know, break these all these records. No, it's at this point. How about uh, evolving the game a little bit uh, on behalf of the team's sake, so that you know we can put ourselves in a better position as a team to succeed. The guy, like it's like I said, if you if you took the sh- if you just took the governor off the shackles and just said go for it. You don't think the, the Matthews is going to score sixty again? Again, he's not playing with with the you know the 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 ultimate playmaker or the guy who's helped facilitate so many of these damn goals over the last year. But that's by design because again, putting the team first is the emphasis right now, and I'm on board with it. Uh, Mike, a few more minutes and let's get out of here. Yeah, I mean, I, I look at the I look at this team right now, and there's going to you know obviously there's going to be a little bit of a downshift from what they the success that they've had. Uh, over the last month or so, um, it, you you can't. It's it's unreasonable to expect them to maintain that level of success. But um, right now, they have to think first round, mm-hmm. you're playing Tampa or Boston, yeah. and is this team good enough to beat those teams? And right. I I say they might be, but you can't rest on your laurels, and you have to say, okay, well. We need to improve, and whether it's just an overall improvement or a specific area of improvement, then they they need to improve. Now, some people in the chat, and I agree with this. If 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 Kali Yarncroke is a, is an, is good enough to be second line left winger, and they think their defense is good enough, and they're happy with their goaltending, then where you think that they might improve would be probably up the middle. Um, you can't have enough depth up the middle. If a guy like Ryan O'Reilly or a guy like Bo Horvat, now you're talking guys who are going to talk cost first round pick and prospect. Okay. Nobody who's effective is going to be cheap. That's the thing you want to, you want, okay, you traded a first and fourth round pick to get Nick Felino. Yeah, exactly. Well, they, gonna, they thought, Mike, that, that, they thought they could take a run. I mean, they fucking blew everybody yeah. out and then they got, uh, sideswiped by by the Habs, so I, the, you know, looking back in hindsight, it was a dumb move. But at the time, who who didn't think that this would might have been the Leafs' 
best path be because of everything that was going on to win it uh at an abbreviated championship uh, we all kind of we look go back and watch the combo and uh in in those days we were all on board we were all excited about it and then what he got hurt in his, one, yeah he got hurt in his third game and he was never the same and yeah. that that's just the that's just bad luck now Michael in the chat saying giveaways, giveaways, giveaways. That's the one thing about the last two games uh, that I think was uh, something that is a little scare is that all of a sudden they got sloppy. They, they started giving, giving away the puck. I mean, they're, you know, it's one thing when you're battling and you're playing a five man defensive team, a defensive scheme to cover up for the fact that your defense is short enough, a shorthand. When you start giving away the puck, and Marner did it, and Nylander did it, and everybody did it. It wasn't it wasn't just one or two guys. I think they had 29 giveaways against the Rangers. You can't win when you're giving away the puck that much. And the one thing that they did over the last month or so is that they played – other than that game where Matt Murray stole it against Dallas, they played responsible defensively for most of those games. And, and, and the last two games, they really didn't. So they've got to get back to that. And I'm sure Sheldon Keefe, you know, Sheldon Keefe said, well, I thought we played a good defensive game. Of course, he's going to say that um, because he's not going to, he's not going to rake his team over the coals, but I'm telling you right now, they did not play as well defensively as they had in the past. And they need to, they'll need to get back to that if they want to win against Tampa on Tuesday. Uh, the, the back-to-back -back shutouts against Dallas and Los Angeles, the, the Leafs caught a couple of teams that were, weren't playing great hockey in that moment, in those moments. And, and again, not to take a, anything away from what the Leafs were able to accomplish. The goaltending was great and they filled the net. It was what we wanted from them, right? But it's not like the Leafs were perfect either. The Leafs do give away a lot of uh, pucks. They they typically outshoot their competition and typically get out hit. I mean, that's, that's when you just look, look back at the running themes of game to game to game. These are things that... Um, typically occur it's not like there's this all of a sudden just a blip and it's like whoa what kind of game was that we know what the Leafs are about now the good thing is um overall they're letting giving up fewer goals if that trend continues if, if again uh consistently and authentically I mean that that bodes Mike that that can be the the core um the core tenant of uh, you know a team that is preparing itself to to head into the playoffs and have success in a different kind of way compared to the past. I mean, they had to have learned from that seven game series uh, against Tampa and obviously the uh, the failure against the Habs prior to and then going back to Boston. So if that if 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 we all of a sudden see this mass uh, this spike in goals against and it 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 gets worse and worse and the play generally gets sloppier, then we've really got some concerns on our hand. But I think if the defense is settled like we think it can be, the goaltending stays consistent, the guys stay healthy, you go get some sandpaper, especially up the middle, some guys who can play the game responsibly, but you know, hold down the fort for their crew and keep the goals against down, I think they're going to be heading into the playoffs on the right track. But man, it's, it's only December 18th, 2022. We got a, a long road to go. Michael Ajello from Chickamauga, New York. Before you go, dig yourself out. Dig in with a last word for us, okay? Okay. Um, well, I don't know if, should we, should we venture, should we venture outside the Leafs and talk about the fact that the NHL last week at the Board of Governors meeting shit canned the good ideas that people want for the league, meaning expanded playoffs, meaning the cap going up, but they are, they are considering 
uh, increasing the schedule to 84 games and overloading uh, with divisional games, which people really don't want anymore. They, 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 they you know, like you really want to play Buffalo eight times or, or your division team six times. I think, you know, right now, you know, Gary Bettman uh, is sort of holding the league hostage in terms of like the Arizona situation, in terms of the, yeah, the 84 game schedule to me is asinine. Is there um, supposed to be a tournament for the number one pick? No, that's that that that's been an idea out there that they, they want to avoid teams tanking, and of course that's going to gain momentum because oh, of Connor Bedard. It's yeah, no, please. Okay. Uh, nobody watched. Remember, there was a game at the end of the year last year that uh, that uh, was before the playoffs started. That they had to play. Nobody watched it because it was meaningless. Nobody's going to watch a tournament for the first overall pick. So please. Yeah, and again, the, 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 like. It's almost like hockey's still trying to endear itself to people. Oh, you know, we're we're for real. You know, we've been around for a fucking century, but we we we're still not comfortable with with who we are. Again, expanded playoffs would be great for, for sure. A salary cap um, increase would be great, but you know, um, these guys, I guess they they believe they know better than we. So we shall see how it all pans out. In the moment, uh, the Maple Leafs have lost two in a row, but that's okay. They had picked up points in 15 straight games. Um, Mitch Marner, uh, the, the the new record holder for, for points by a, a Leaf player. Uh, Nylander's on fire. The goaltending's pretty good. The, the defense is, has, has settled down. We're waiting for the one of the best defensemen in the, uh, the league to return to that unit as well. So things could be a lot worse. Michael Agello. I think we can sneak another show in before Christmas, can't we? Yeah. Or where are we? Uh, Christmas is Sunday, so we could do one Friday okay. or Saturday. Yeah, well, I, I, OG's Converse, let us know what you think um, in community in the comments below this post. Do you need another show before Christmas, or do you want to catch up with us uh, after December 25th, and uh, we'll, we'll get moving towards the new year? Uh, like what you see subscribe to the channel let your friends know about us we are on the ascent just like the mate beliefs and it feels really good no hat danny i took a shower and got ready for the show for once for mike i'm norm talk to you next week